Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Shane Cast. My name is Shane. I am, of course, your host, and I have not been around because I've had a lot on my plate lately. Uh, I have had a few uh, trips to Victoria for various events. I have had um, uh, a sick dog, which has really eaten up a lot of time. Uh, because when you have a dog that can't walk and you have a dog that has issues going to the bathroom, uh, that is a lot of your focus of the day. Uh, because, you know, you have to take your dog out, what, two, three times a day, depending on your dog. And uh, I can't just uh, rely on my dog uh, taking care of itself, t- opening the door, uh, going outside on its own uh, recognizance. But that's really not what I want to talk about. Well, the thing that has struck me today, which has forced me to record today, is over the last few weeks, uh, I've had a lot of uh, time suckage with work and a lot of time suckage with uh, pug care and a lot of time suckage with going to the vet several times. Um, and uh, stuff like that. And I finally today actually was in the car and heading out to Richmond to go to my dog's veterinarian uh, to pick up some uh, uh, new food and things some stuff that we're trying to figure out what's going on with their innards. And um, the thing is, is that I have about, uh, about 30, 40 minutes each way uh, where I get to listen to things. And finally, I got to listen to a f- uh, some podcasts that I have not caught up with over the past uh, few weeks and I was listening to uh, a couple I was listening to an NPR one called the hidden brain which I really like and there was an episode uh, where they were talking about uh, people's decisions based on uh, stupid things like why they make decisions uh, why they stress about decision making and why uh, committing to a decision is always the decision that your brain thinks is the right one because it will automatically justify the choice that you've made that, you know, anyway, go listen to it to check it out. It's it's quite a good uh, show. (coughs) Anyway, so I was listening to another show called uh, the Dixon Janes podcast, which is uh, done by a friend of mine who uh, runs a zine and does all kinds of cool things. Um, But it was interesting that I listened to these two episodes back to back because um, something that uh, that uh, Scarborough dude who uh, does the Dixon James podcast is was talking about was about how friendships develop and how friendships change and how friendships uh, evolve and that kind of thing. And, and these two episodes really uh, close together uh, in you know, within a, an hour of each other um, really spoke to me. It really actually had a bit of an impact on me because recently um, I had somebody who. Uh, I have been friends with for a few years and they just said they just decided uh, over text, by the way, which is the worst way you can do anything, um, told me that they didn't feel that they were getting enough from our friendship, but weren't getting enough from me and uh, which I totally disagree with. But whatever. I mean, they can do whatever they want. They're they're an adult and they can act however they want. And I don't necessarily have to agree with their behavior. But that's not the point. The point is um the perception and expectations of uh, people uh, in how friendships work is a very interesting topic to me. And it's, it's fascinating because 
uh, you have these give and take of all friend- friendships of all kinds. You could have, you know, from from family all the way through marriages, through uh, long distance relationships, you know, with people not necessarily romantic, but, you know, ones that you have that are long distance. Um, so I could be friends with somebody in the UK and they might, you know, not see me for years at a time, but we can at least maintain connections and things like that. Um even superficially like hey what is what are you doing this week what are you doing last week what did you do three months ago like what kinds of like there's ways to go around that and um so what uh scarborough was talking about in his podcast was how the uh maintenance of friendships work like how do you know when friendships are working and how do you know when they're not working and and uh is it always a one-sided thing about one's perception about how a friendship is going which of course it is because you know we're brains walking around in biological uh, machines that carry our brains around. And it's very hard for our brain to kind of really figure out what's going on outside. So it makes all kinds of assumptions. It makes all kinds of expectations that may or may not be reasonable on others and not just other people, but other, you know, services or companies or governments or whatever it is. So I'm just trying to simplify something that has been cooking inside my brain for a while. And uh, something that uh, was said in uh, a different podcast, uh, in the NPR one, was, or the Hidden Brain one, was uh, not this particular episode that I listened to today, but a little while ago. But how do you uh, take those and how? what kind of material goods do you have that you can give to other people? And it was The episode was about gift giving and things like that, but there was a piece of it that was talking about how you, uh, when you give a gift to somebody... Um, they associate that gift with you and it gives them a better sense of fulfillment. It gives them a better sense of who you are. gives them a better sense of, of that individual and a stronger bond was sort of the, the summary of that whole episode. And something that Scarborough had said in his podcast was about uh, letters. And I, for the past five, six years, have been trying to get people that I know to discuss things or talk to me through letters. And unfortunately, it hasn't really worked out because a lot of the time there's a breakdown in letter sending. Um, because, you know, letters do take time and they, they're a p- you're giving a piece of your time to somebody else. And I like that about letters, but I can't expect people to write back. You know, they would prefer to talk over Facebook or Twitter, or whatever the hell. Um, platform they want but here's the thing is that in this episode for dick and jay for dixon janes a, a series of letters that were written 30 40 years ago were given back to him that were the things that he uh, had sent off to people pieces of writing that he had done uh when he was you know he was a, a younger man just of the world kind of thing and it was interesting that these letters brought back all these memories and all these things and something he said the phrase that he said, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but it essentially said that his life or these letters were alive, that they had this life to them where even though you couldn't dig memories out of your mind, even though that these things were in your head, you needed to have a trigger to actually remember them. And he was looking at these letters and reading out a few passages and talking about how these things were able to come to life on the page. They were able to remind him about these pieces of his life that he had, that had passed, you know, the things in his past that were kind of uh, exciting in a way because you could look at them and read them and know that they were important and you were able to remain connected, not just to the memory, but to the other people involved in that memory. So I'm talking about... uh, uh, 
an adventure you share or a discussion you have about something and if you have it through a letter and you have that letter to refer to uh there's just something different about that and and I was thinking about it from this day and age now where we have so many different platforms to discuss things and I don't find that same attachment I don't find that same level of involvement or appreciation for the communication that's being had that there's something about a physical object that somehow communicates far deeper into our psyche or into our soul or whatever you want to call it. But I find that such a powerful medium that a letter, and I'll pick on letters here. I mean, it could be a note you get in school because I can remember notes that I got in high school that I have vague memories of. I know that I received it because of the person I received it from. I Do I remember their names, all of them? No, I don't, but I remember their faces and I remember the feeling I had at the time where I was handed a letter. Uh, where I was handed a, a note. Uh, there's just something about that process of actually being a human being that actually takes a moment to write something down in a physical sense. I'm not talking about emails. I'm not talking about Twitter. I'm not talking about Facebook. I'm talking about the actual process of ink on paper. There's something powerful there that somehow has been lost, I, I think has been lost. Um, and I really think that if I were to able to uh, make sure that more people were writing letters, that somehow I was able to do this. I don't know how, I don't know what, but there's just something about the process of making, sh of, of not making sure, of, of, of making something that you give to somebody. And we all love giving gifts. People love giving gifts and a lot of people love receiving them. I think everyone loves receiving them and I think everyone loves giving them. But there's something about somebody's mental uh, sharing like something some, uh, a thought that you write down and giving that and handing it over to somebody is a very powerful and uh, just uh, it's, I'm struggling to describe it but it's powerful whatever that feeling is that builds up inside of you when you receive a letter and I have to say that just yesterday I received uh, and I just I have it on my desk I received a uh a postcard in the mail and a postcard is a very is probably the simplest form of letters that you can give somebody and I received one and oh my god I can't believe I received one because uh, the, the individual um, that I get these from and I really need to write because he finds the most amazing postcards and I really need to find where <laughs> I need to find his source uh, but essentially here's the thing he went out somewhere found this postcard, thought of me, and wrote down, a, it's just a short message, it's not, it's not paragraphs of text, it's like one paragraph, sending it to me and sharing that memory of saying, hey, you're important, that's maybe the piece that I'm missing, is actually illustrating to somebody in a physical sense that they are important to you. And I remember years ago, back in 2004, I was going through a business program, I was going through this, uh, I went to this one-year school, uh, where you basically were, it was a boot camp for, for running businesses and things. And then uh, part of that process was actually saying, hey, in order for you to continue the program, I want you to send out uh, and collect, I think, three letters or something, physical letters from people saying how cool you were. And I sent out a bunch to about, I guess, a dozen different people that I knew that I felt would have a positive reaction towards me. So uh, I sent these things out and I got back the most beautiful letters from these people. Um, and as well, I also got comments about, I can't believe I opened up my mailbox and got this physical thing. And this is in 2004, not that long ago. 
And also not that, you know, the email had been around for quite some time, but were we already feeling the effects of mail back then? Of course we were. Email is so much easier. Email is so much more convenient. But I'm sorry, I disagree with anyone who says an email can do exactly the same thing as me spending half an hour writing down my thoughts on a piece of paper and taking the time to put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and send it to them. Because there's something about that. And, and here's the thing, and this is the thing I'm always concerned about, about the Internet and, and technology, is that someday that could all go away. And we would not have anything else. We would forget how to communicate because if we relied so much on this technology and if the technology turned off for whatever reason, uh, we would be lost in a, in a, in ways that I don't think we can quite fathom right now. And there's just something so important about connection and about showing and sharing that connection that technology outside of a pen and paper cannot touch. There is something still powerful about paper, ink, that you can't come close to in an electronic fashion. There just isn't. There's no, maybe 30 years from now, 40 years from now, 50, 100 years from now, maybe a technology will come along that is just plain paper that somehow is able to tell that paper what to do and share all kinds of cool things on it. But that time is not now and that time is not here and it's not great. And I, I think that the technology is not great, and I think that we really need to recognize that something as simple as a letter is so much more powerful and exhilarating because the one of the ramifications of that is what I've experienced, where I've had individuals in my life who tell me that I'm not giving enough, but they don't bother to ask why I'm not giving. They don't bother to ask what's actually going on. They don't pause. It's all about them. And of course, we're selfish beings. We always will be. Because at the end of the day, we want to survive. We want to live on all these kinds of things. You could make all kinds of arguments for it in a philosophical way or whatever. But the reality is, in these couple of cases, no one has actually bothered to ask me what's going on in my life. And, and part of what's going on is I have time problems at the moment because I have responsibilities to pets. I have responsibilities to business and I have responsibility to my spouse. I have all these kinds of things I have responsibilities for. And one of the things, and I'm going to point out, I'm going to pick on this particular individual and you know who you are, but I'm not going to mention you by name. That's, that's, that's not fair. They never bothered to ask me what was going on. They just made accusations and then said, I'm not getting enough from you. Where I got to say, dudes, when you do that to people, that is so not cool because we're human beings, you're human beings. And if you don't take the time to actually be curious, to actually be wonderful, to be, to think about them for a moment, that there's not a, there's no particular reason that they might be either avoiding you or not fulfilling what you expect of them. But take the time to actually ask and talk to them and send them a letter or send them an email, ask them. What's going on? Why is this not being fulfilled for me? Is there a problem? Because I got to say, in my experience, in the couple times in the past years this has happened to me, I got to say the other parties were kind of dicks. And I'm not going to say I was perfect. I'm not going to say I was um, you know, so much better. No, I'm just saying that in order for someone to get to the point where they say, fuck you, I'm done with you. That's weird, man. That is so strange. I wasn't stripping naked and running through the 
local mall. I wasn't shooting people from a high tower somewhere. I wasn't doing anything awful. I was just living my life, doing my thing, and I have realities that I need to deal with. And it was so sad that these individuals were so eager or felt it was so easy to give up on those things, things that we'd built together, lives that we were, lives that we were trying to put together. We were trying to do something amazing. But somehow they just felt that I wasn't pulling my weight. And I'm, I got to say, you know, suck it. There's stuff that I have going on too that just I was not able to fulfill your dream or whatever it is. It's all about the expectation thing, and it's so strange that people just don't get that. But bringing it all the way around back to what I was talking about, the podcast, in order for people to feel connected, in order for people to feel that they matter to others, that when they, when they have requests or when they have needs from other, pe- from other beings, that they're brave enough to actually feel that the connection is strong enough where they can go, hey, dude, I really need this, that, and the other thing. And if the other person says, I can't do it right now, uh, I got other things to do, that they would respect that, you know? And they wouldn't just be little children about it, you know? I'm trying not to be a, a prick about this, but I, I do have feelings about it. And I feel that I, in these particular cases, got the raw end of the deal unfairly. And I really think it's unfortunate. But I was reminded today from two completely separate sources that lives are so much more important that you need to be reminded, people need to be reminded that things matter, people matter, and I think that there are methods we can go back to that are old methods that can can facilitate that to a certain degree. I'm not saying that writing a letter is going to solve the whole problem. I'm just saying that there's some things out there that people really need to recognize that we're all fighting our own battles. We're all fighting our own lives. We're trying to get ahead in life. And if we're not getting something from you as a friend, this is not something where I was getting paid. This is not something where I was, I was given a, a task. This is something about friendship. This is about being able to look at somebody and look them in the eye and say, Hey man, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling neglected. I'm feeling upset about this and I want to talk about it and I want to get over it or I want to get by it. Or if, if it doesn't work and we just have to not be friends anymore, then that's the solution. But making unilateral decisions about that is not, is not the way to go. It's so sad. And when you do that, you just prove to me or show, not prove, but show me that you are more selfish than I thought, if that's one way to put it. It's probably not the best way to put it, but you're more, uh, you're thinking about yourself more than the other people or the 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 friendship that you have, and I th- I'm I'm gonna stop now because I'm just beating a dead horse because I I think I've made my point. Be kinder to people. Don't forget to be awesome. Spread the word about the podcast. Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>